<sighs> Life is an adventure. watch to know what that was. Not even going to describe it, but you might figure it out. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Monday, November 25th, 2019. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Well, it was an adventurous weekend, as you can see. Um, I can't not say what this is. So any of you listening, uh, you're in luck. There's a dog on the couch. I got a dog yesterday. We will see if the cat adjusts. If, unfortunately, if the cat does not adjust, then I will have to bring the dog back. Because the initial meeting did not go well. Yeah. But she's great. She's sweet little dog, and uh, her name is Haley. I did not name her. She is a, uh, a rescue. Uh, and that's pretty much what the weekend was, was getting ready for this. This is something that I was working on last week. Um, and there's a martial arts connection in that the Somebody I interviewed last week started adoptapet.com and so I went and I checked it out and learned of a rescue in the area that I wasn't even aware of and saw a photo of this pup and from, did some research and talked to the foster parents and became clear that if any dog was going to work with the cat it was this one. So, fingers crossed that we make some progress. Otherwise, I will be dogless until I am catless. What else is going on? Uh, it's Monday, so another episode. Uh, Ms. Lauren Mary Kim, who some of you may know. Uh, movie actor. She's done some stuff. You should check her out. Uh, and of course, that episode's here on YouTube or in your podcast feed. What is going on today? Getting snow tires on my car. We'll see how well I get out of the driveway. We'll see how well the loaner car they give me gets back in the driveway. Good times. <laughs> um, what else is happening? Just getting through some work. I did a little bit of work yesterday just to see how this one would do while I was sitting at my desk. She did fine. Anything else going on? It's not a lot. It's not a lot. I mean, there's a lot, but it's all under the heading of DOG. Who was not supposed to be on the couch? but is feeling very excited that 
she is on the couch and not being scolded. That might just be a first cup thing. We got some questions. Remember, if you want to ask a question, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. What is one thing you wish more people knew about nutrition levels? Hmm. That the percentages and the calorie budgets and everything that are, are set up don't apply equally to everyone. People will look at something and say, oh, you know, this has lots of vitamin C. Is that the amount of vitamin C you need? Is it a type of vitamin C your body can even metabolize? Because guess what? Just because they put it in the label or they put it in the food, food, just because it's an ingredient, just because they claim there's a percentage there that will um, be beneficial to you doesn't mean your body can use it. A lot of foods use really, really crappy additives, and some of those additives make the food labels look better. Well, I think I also cut my hair since I last saw you. I think I did that Friday. Pretty sure I did that Friday. What is the first thing you look at when reading a nutrition label? I don't buy a lot of packaged food, but most of the packaged food I buy, I've already purchased before, so I don't look at it so much anymore. But if I'm looking at something new, the first thing I'm looking at is, are they hiding meat in it? Uh, I'm a pescatarian, I eat fish. I don't eat poultry, I don't eat beef, I don't eat pork. And so there are two big things that I'm looking for that a lot of people don't realize are animal byproducts from those type of animals. The first one is gelatin, um, like Jello or anything that congeals food. Uh, there is vegetable gelatin and, and other binding things that are fine. Uh, the other is, good morning, Frank. Shout out to Frank who leaves a the majority, vast majority of these wonderful questions. It helps with the show on the back end and lets me focus on doing this part of it. Uh, the other thing is Parmesan. Real Parmesan, real good Parmesan, is made with something called rennet, which is an enzyme taken from a calf's stomach. And what did I buy? I messed up and I didn't look at the ingredients since from ravioli I bought. And they use Parmesan and it's got read it. So I'll be giving that to somebody else. Those are the big things I'm looking for. Uh, beyond that, what am I looking for? I just want to know what I'm eating. That's all. Most packaged food is, is not, you know, it's packaged. It's got a shelf life. It's not going to be great for you. Um, but here's a, here's a, or if we want to call it a life hack, that term's getting overused. But if you, I'm assuming you can buy them other places. I know they're available on Amazon. If you go to Amazon and you look up Debbie Myers green bags and containers, those are great ways to make fresh food last longer. 
there's some science in there. I forget how it works, but I use the containers and we'll prep food, you know, in, not in massive quantity, but in bulk and stuff definitely lasts days longer in there. Um, and when I get fresh produce, I'll throw it right in one of those containers. And, you know, I've had greens last three to four weeks in those containers. So they're not expensive. It's like 20 bucks for a set. And that helps make fresh food the, well, comments are delayed by quite a bit. Um, so I've got comments coming in from, well, maybe not. No, I'm just not awake enough to be able to read and do math. I saw the, I saw the, the, the clock counting up and I thought it was the time, but that doesn't make sense because it said 830. I haven't been doing the show for two hours. It'd be a very boring episode for a scout. Anyways, those green containers, um, yeah, good and helpful. What else we got? What's the other question we got here? If the nutrition label says zero sugar, does that mean my blood, blood sugar won't go up? I don't know. Um, I've not dug into any academic level science, but I have heard from people that I, I trust and respect mostly on podcasts that are generally knowledgeable. I've heard them talk about this subject and I've heard conflicting information. I know that even within zero calorie sweeteners, there are dramatic differences. Stevia is different from monk fruit, is different from uh, erythritol, which is a sugar alcohol. And Most of the time, if people are, are having these zero-calorie things, it's usually drinks, right? Zero-calorie soda, something like that. And, you know, I won't lie. I have one once in a while. It's not common. But the last science I saw on artificial sweeteners overall was indicating that it was, it was going to be better to have, you know, actual sugar. In your drink. If drinking soda is something that you do frequently, uh, you're kind of. Oh, Stacy's got something to contribute here. No sugar does not mean no sugar increase starches, carbs, and yes, diet sodas can drive up at least her blood sugar. Here. Um, yeah, there's a lot of marketing speak, zero added sugar, and things like that that companies will do to make their products seem healthy and here's the bottom line if it comes in a package and it has an expiration date three years from now or never it's not healthy doesn't mean you shouldn't eat it doesn't mean you can't eat it it doesn't mean that it's not tasty it doesn't mean that there isn't uh, a time when it's sensible to have it for example when I get really hungry I tend to make terrible food choices and I have learned that if I keep a couple small frozen pizzas in my freezer, I make, I will have that versus just going into the pantry and just randomly 
putting stuff in my mouth. Um, so, there's a use. Um, you know, we're able to feed a lot of people that we weren't even 50 years ago, 60 years ago, because of preservatives and, and all these things. And it doesn't mean that food is, is bad, but it's not the best choice we could make. And it's about balancing. You know, obviously I'd rather eat frozen pizza three meals a day for the rest of my life than die. Am I going to thrive on it? No. The, uh, the backyard, here I'm going to show you, the backyard looks really nice with the snow. We got a bunch of snow last night. You can see the trees beyond. taking the dog out to run around. Yeah, you. Talking about you. So. Um, understanding food and understanding how particular foods impact you, I think is really important. And we have this tendency in our culture in, in the United States to assume that experts have our best interests. We assume that our financial advisor has our best interests. We assume that our, uh, that companies that make food have the consumer's best interests in mind. And it's, it's just not true. They have their own best interests in mind. And you gotta go into any exchange understanding that. You have to understand that no one's ever gonna care about your health or your money or your food or your family or your anything more than you. You've got to take control. You've got to take authority. If you, if you don't know about food, it's not hard to learn. There's plenty of resources out there. I'm sure there are a ton on YouTube. There are lots of books, and yeah, some of the information is conflicting. But here's the number one thing. How does the food make you feel? If you eat something, and then 90 minutes later, you feel all gross, it's not how food's supposed to make you feel. Mm. Frank says, be a student, not necessarily a follower. I agree. Food is fuel. Food is what we consume to make our bodies do the things that we do, the things that we do in our training, and it fuels our body and our mind, and it, it's what helps us to grow muscle or whatever. And if you're giving your body inadequate building blocks, you're not going to be able to achieve whatever your goals are. You would never say that gasoline you put in your car is of good quality if the moment you drive away from the gas station, it starts, you know, bucking and bouncing and, and you know, oh, it'll, it'll settle down, it's fine. Well, your body's the same way. If you eat good food in the right amount, you shouldn't come away from a meal feeling disgusting. And it's a good thing to think of coming into Thanksgiving. A lot of us eat blindly, and I am as guilty as anyone of this. 
So just know that you don't have to feel that way. Right? It's okay. All right. I think that, I think that's going to do it. I think that's going to do it. Remember, if you want to ask me a question, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. We do the show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, only on YouTube. But you can catch it later in audio form at first at, in your podcast feed, or you can watch it later here on YouTube, of course, or at firstcupwithjeremy.com. Uh, thank you to all of you who watch, support, share, ask questions. It's great. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications so you can get this and all of the other content that we make here at Whistlekick. If you're not on the newsletter, get on the newsletter. We have sales coming soon soon get on there okay all right your homework today i just want you to be aware of what you're eating i'm not telling you to eat or not eat anything in particular i just want you to be aware i don't want you to look at breakfast as breakfast i want you to look at the individual things what are the things in your breakfast what are the things in your lunch how do you feel about those things how do those things make you feel that's it just be aware I hope you have a great day. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care. Peace.